Hello everyone, this episode of Scottish Liberty Podcast was recorded in Mazal Restaurant LA where I did a meet and greet along with Angela McArdle and Brian McWilliams of Lions of Liberty Podcast last week. A Scottish guy and two Macs, fancy that. The restaurant was really loud so I put noise cancellation on the chit chat but you will find I am shouting to compete with the background noise. I hope you enjoy. Episode number 180. Hi everyone. It's amazing to see so many people here in one place coming out because you've connected on the principle of liberty. Like, you want the freedom to live your life the way that you choose, and you have the honor to want to allow other people to do the same. Since I left Scotland in October, I've been discovering the breadth of this community and how it is undoubtedly the most wonderful community that I've ever been a part of. I never really felt like I kind of fit in exactly anywhere. Like, I was into heavy metal, but I wasn't very angry. And uh, I was, I try, I, I was kind of, sp- kind of spiritual, yeah? Kind of spiritual. And I went to the, I went to the, the I was, my mind was too busy for the meditation class. And I couldn't believe in the woo-woo bullshit that everyone seemed to uh, believe in when I tried to be a part of the New Age movement. So then I tried the, like, skeptics, people who were into philosophy, the atheist community, even though I wasn't... I liked the fact that they were at least into reason and evidence, or at least that's what I thought. But I, didn't, I found I didn't really fit in entirely there either, because, um, you know, they're raging statists and they're skeptical about pretty much everything other than everything they take for granted, which are really the things that they should be the most skeptical about. Um, as kind of like a vegetarian-minded person, I tried to hang out in their meal. What a bunch of fucking wet weekends. I am sorry. But, like, I don't know if you get the British reference, but a wet weekend is like... It's a wet weekend. I, I don't think we should go out. I think we should stay at home, right? What? But it was just like very milk toast. No offense to present company. I'm sure otherwise. Uh, I found that a, a lot of the time to be the case, and just also a bunch of raging lefties, which uh, didn't didn't suit me and my libertarian leanings that much. Being in America, like the one thing that so strikes me as, you know, we're libertarians. We're meant to be the selfish ones who just care about ourselves. And, you know, the bottom line is the dollar. But I've never met such a bunch of so many magnanimous people. Wherever I go, people through the community pick me up at the airport. They put me up in their house. I've... I, I, I was just in Vegas for a week. I didn't have to pay for an Airbnb for a single night. People have gone out their way to make me feel welcome. 
and to make life easy. And I think it's not surprising, because when you're an individualist, you understand that the bottom line is you as an individual. If we're going to make a change in this world at all, the buck stops at us. It's not a case of going out and voting for someone to do good on your behalf. That's never going to happen. It's your responsibility and my responsibility to do, to be a shining example of how everyone should live. Because really, that's how we sell libertarianism. Not through some philosophy, although the philosophy is good. Not through having our argument sharpened, although having our argument sharpened is good. We need to be good human beings. Because people don't care what you know until they know that you care. So, it's one of these funny things. When you get the idea that the political solution is the solution, whatever the problem is, it's someone else's problem. What we need is more government. If we've got poverty and we've got a welfare problem, we need a bigger welfare program. If people are undereducated, well, what we need is more schooling, more education. Now they don't just need a free degree, they need a master's degree. If, if people are sick, it's not that we need to look at the incentive structure in the system and their lifestyle choices. We just need to give them more health care, more, more tests, more MRAs, more CAT scans. That's why the price of health care is through the roof. More care is not caring more. Right? Libertarians are smart because they know it's not about the program. It's about the process that creates the program. The free market works because if your solution sucks, then he'll come up with a better solution and I don't have to buy into your solution. If these two guys each come with, he comes up with a red widget, she comes up with a blue widget, someone else will come up with a purple widget that combines the best features of both. It's not about us being so smart that we know all the answers. It's about the process, not the end result. And people lose the imagination. Well, who's going to build the roads? Who's going to do this? Who? I don't know. But I trust the process of turning over the soil. And I trust the process. I've got my experience as a psychotherapist, my experience being in this community. I, I trust the process of being able to listen to what someone has to say before I jump in and show them how right I am. I, I don't know if they'll re reach the solution, the same conclusions as me, but I've learned to trust that process, to get an idea of how they see the world before telling them how I see the world. That's a process that I've come to trust as a human being. I think that I've seen that we could, we are big. Like, I've seen that we are big on my tour of America. I, I went to visit a friend in Washington. So I typed into my Facebook, my friends in Washington. 
and I knew a couple of libertarians there. And one said, oh, you're coming. I'll set up a libertarian meetup that night. And through him, someone else in Portland said, well, I want you to come up to Portland while you're in the area. We need to build our community because you're the example of what people, what we have to offer. Because supposing someone leaves leftism or republicanism, they're not just leaving their political ideology. They're now at odds with their friends. They're now at odds with their family. You need to be their new family. That wh that's why you need to be the best. That's why I'm so glad to see so many of you out here. Because there's going to be people, say like I was, who was on the left. But I was very, you know, I'm still, it was the, when I was attracted to, when I was libertarian curious, <laughs> coming into a room like this with so many lovely people who are willing to answer my questions, right? Then you're going to have people from the Republican side who have reservations. Well, you know, we need a strong government for this, that, or the other. They don't need to be told they're a bunch of fucking idiots, right? That's why, that's why I'm so heartened to see that you guys are so awesome. So this week I'm going to eight states. Well, I've gone to one. I've gone to Vegas already. So that leaves six more to go. And that's all been orchestrated just through being a part of the community. Hey, do you know anyone there? Oh, I know a couple of people. In a the reason why I'm going to Arizona is because Stephen... Is, is taking me there. So, I'm lucky because I already had a couple of people said, oh, you should come and visit some Arizona, you should come and visit Phoenix sometime. Julie noted. How the fuck did I know this was gonna happen at the time? I just kept, the other place I wanted to go was Chicago, because I have family there and a couple of people, um, a couple of people invited me there, said, oh, you should come to Chicago. I had no idea that some guy, some of you may know, Stefan Kinsella said, hey, Anthony, you should, come and, you should come to the Mises Conference in Alabama. Okay, I'll go there. I spoke to a guy, some of you might have heard of him, he's an author. He was speaking and I was like, you know, your voice sounds really familiar. Um, I, I just, where are you from? It I was like, there's someone, Ramsey Steele, like George Ramsey Steele or something like that. Uh, he, has, he has a voice similar to, well, that's kind of, I think you sound like that guy. Well, that's funny. My name's uh, David Ramsey Steele. That's who I was thinking of. A week later, I came off this trip to Alabama. Stephen Kinsella phones me up. Hey, Anthony, do you want to go on a skiing holiday in Colorado? I'm like, are you trying to bankrupt me? He knows I can't say no, so we go skiing. Some guy called David Ramsey Steele phones me and says, Hey, Anthony, do you want to come and visit me in Chicago sometime? I want to speak to you about maybe publishing one of your books. So you should come and... Wait a minute, some other people invited me to Chicago. Yeah, I'm going to go to Chicago. So 
Uh, but the thing is, on the way to Telluride, Stefan was going straight there. I was like, do you know what? I'm going to stop in Denver because I've got some friends in Denver. I met some people through the libertarian community that I've spoken to online that I really loved, but I never even thought I'd meet online. Do you know what? They brought down some other people that took me somewhere else. One of the, I don't want to go into specifics, but a guy who came down, his wife just happened to be someone that I could help with something. If I had so many synchronicities went into me even being in Colorado, the weirdest one is I met someone in Costa Rica and I told that lived in, I knew she lived in Denver and I sent her a message saying, hey, I'm doing this I'm doing this meetup in Denver, Colorado. Uh, do you want to come down? And she was like, eh, I don't know. It's about five hours drive for me. I probably won't make it. I went on her Facebook profile and I found that she stays in Telluride, Colorado. I'm like, what the fuck? That's where we're going to ski. <laughs> what are the chances in that, of that? One in a zillion. So I feel like something really magical is happening with the... With the kind of serious people taking over in Las Vegas, this is like, we were listening to a podcast in the car about what it was like during the Ron Paul days when people were touring around. And I feel like, I feel like I'm part of that history now, thanks to all of you guys. So what I, would, what I just want to encourage you is it's not just me. This isn't about me. This is about what's possible when you reach out to other people in your community. The more people you know, you the better. Because if you can introduce someone to someone else, then I think that the Libertarian Party should be where people go when they've got a problem. Like, if I want to get re residency here, I'm not saying I do, but, you know, just say, supposing I did want to get residency here, the libertarian movement should be where I go to find someone who knows someone who knows someone. Whatever problem, whatever problem people have, they should want to come to you guys because you know someone who knows someone. So if I could, if there's one thing that I could just encourage you to do based on my experiences, reach out to people and become a good friend. and build this community because you need to create a comfortable, warm and welcoming home for people to come into and I know that you can so thanks for everything you're doing so far and it's great to be able to meet you thank you before I go one or two things. Um, I, I get. I was pulled up for not saying, for not talking about my book last time. So that was. Uh, so I don't really want to say too much about it. It's uh, universal basic income for and against. Uh, it's a, the main. The main reason why you should get the book is the middle section is basically a bunch of libertarian solutions to solving poverty, uh, which is a really big issue right now. Also, UBI is a big topic, but 
I'd rather you just came up and talked to me so I can get to know you and got a copy of the book because it's how I'm supporting my travels in America. So I'd like to know a little bit about you and I'll write something personal uh, about you, your hobbies, your profession, whatever, whatever we connect on. And just get it because it's a good way to support my tour. And if you don't want to fucking read it, then just put it up on eBay. Right? That's fine. Uh, and the other thing is, does anyone have any questions? Great. I have one. That I <laughs> I have one. Um, there's, it's kind of a paradox, right? Of individualists getting together in groups, right? What's the? Do you have any idea on how to square that circle? Yeah. Um, so, the, so this is a really interesting question. I don't see a conflict between individuals and groups, right? Individualism is the understanding that. Groups are made up of individuals, just like a, a, a house is made out of bricks, right? Luckily, we're not like bricks, and we don't have to be cemented together. So if there's any issues that we can cooperate on, we should, we should just meet in the Venn diagram of those issues that we can cooperate on. If we have conflicts of interest in other areas, we don't need to cooperate on those areas we can cooperate with other people in those areas. So if you're for open borders and you're for uh, controlled borders or you're in favor of abortion and you think abortion is murder, you don't have to coalition on those particular issues. You just build up on things like the war, the surveillance state, protest, the lockdowns, economic freedom. There's plenty that we have in common, okay? And for those issues, we might need to accept some kind of namby-pamby compromise. You know, one of the contemporary philosophers, Rorty, Richard Rorty, what the fuck is that guy's name? He's dead now, but he made the very good point. There's no, we like precise answers, but on some issues, there's no precise answer on when the age of consent should be or something like that. And we need to accept something that's generally acceptable or just say well you know you have your way of life i have my way of life and luckily for us it's not going to be us that's going to make the decisions usually the decision is made by the person who's assertive enough and fucking does shit not who has the best arguments not who has the knockdown idea but the person who's willing to step up and take some fucking responsibility who ends up writing the copy on the flyer? It's the person who says, well, I'm good at writing. I'm going to write the copy. Whatever skills you have, I'd spend less time debating what the libertarian position on open borders or abortion should be and spend more time saying, what are my skills and how can I use my skills to enhance my community? How can I be as fucking useful as possible and make it known. Don't be shy to say, I'm a hairdresser. Don't be shy to say, I'm a therapist. I'm, I help people make money online. Just saying, just saying, by the way. Just saying, <laughs> right? Don't be shy to tell people what your skills are and what use you serve, because then you'll be able to use those skills to help those. 
And if they don't need those skills, they know someone who needs those skills. So that's my answer on individualism versus collectivism. Thanks very much.